0: Welcome to a live and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights.
1: We live with boundaries every day. Some examples, Your yard ends and the neighbor's yard begins. Countries have boundaries to define territory. Speed limits keep traffic in check to prevent accidents. The zoo has walls, cages, and glass to keep children safe as they enjoy animals. Walls and doors form rooms. That's helpful when you need to sleep or take a shower. Banks with safes protect money. Oceans caress the beach only to a certain distance. If boundaries are so common all around us, then why is it hard to place and keep boundaries to protect our hearts and minds? After all, boundaries help. Simply put, boundaries keep the bad out and the good in. By defining lines, they help people manage physical life properties, inner issues, and relationships. Healthy, mature people spend time putting good boundaries into place. They also respect others' boundaries. Subsequently, this is the reality of healthy boundaries. On the other hand, some boundaries keep the good out and the bad in. How tragic. For various reasons, some people live with this reality and suffer unnecessarily. Since this is both avoidable and unhealthy, you can create a new scenario to keep good in and bad out. So if you have unhealthy boundaries, there is hope for change with a little strategy. Let's look at a boundary illustration. When God told the Israelites to build a tabernacle, He was very specific with building blueprints. There were specific boundaries to the structure. Outer and inner courts of the tabernacle allowed access to many people The holy place only allowed priests to enter, and the holy of holies, the most holy place, allowed only the high priest to enter only once a year. It was a very sacred place not to be trespassed. Exodus 26 verses 32-34 through talks about the actual boundary between the holy place and the most holy place. The tabernacle gives a model for setting godly boundaries in your life. It's especially helpful with relationships. God Himself set clear boundaries of who could access sections of the tabernacle, His dwelling place among men. And since He now lives in the hearts of those who trust Him, His tabernacle is now you, Have you established outer and inner courts in your life? Do you have reasonable boundaries for your holy place? And have you set thoughtful limits to who is allowed into your personal holy of holies? Remember, boundaries help. If God was so precise and careful with the boundaries of His tabernacle, why would you not be equally careful with boundaries of your life? especially considering you are God's temple. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Don't you know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? What specific actions do you need to implement to set healthy boundaries in every section of your life? Well, because your life courts allow many people access during your day, you must pensively set appropriate expectations. People come and go as activities and responsibilities are carried out. A variety of relationships is enriching. It's community. Yet, careful awareness is always critical. And then consequently, the holy place of your life funnels access to only people who are faithful and trustworthy. These relationships encourage you and provide growth opportunities. They support and challenge you. Providing sharpening and enrichment. The general public of the courts, the outer and inner courts, is not allowed in this place, the holy place of your life. Then, since the Holy of Holies is a very special place of your life, it is strictly reserved for God and a few intimate relationships that are safe and healthy. This is the place where those who love you deeply and without condition are allowed free access. Because they want you to be fully who God created, they help you live creatively and artfully. Subsequently, as God's sacred dwelling, give thought and prayer to boundaries of your life and relationships because you are the one who sets your boundaries. I think we should talk about our self-image and God. Since you are manager of your life, frequently ponder what needs boundaries. Is it hard for you to set boundaries? Perhaps it's confusing to identify where certain things end and begin. You may also be unsure how to function at your edge, and by the way that's a really great a podcast episode that we just recently published. You can check out at your edge. Sometimes you don't even know where your edge is. Or it could be that maybe you struggle to protect your time, schedule, money, and energy. Do you feel that you owe an apology when you must deny access to an area of your life? You can ask yourself why these boundary issues are there and record your thoughts, in your journal or device. We need to talk about poor boundaries. Sometimes poor boundaries result from a low self-image—better said, from an inaccurate picture of who you are. God's picture of you is the right picture of who you are. Wanting approval from others, or feeling less than, or thinking like a victim can cause compromise A simple reminder of who you are in Christ helps you graciously say no to others trespassing in your life. People who have poor boundaries often invite the bad in and push good out, as we already mentioned. They also may struggle with confidence. Incidentally, they get hurt more than people who have good boundaries. Lack of boundaries invites more hurt instead of deflecting it. This observation is critical to your well-being. Everyone should regularly inspect and evaluate their boundaries, like a farmer who inspects and evaluates fences around a pasture. Well, what about priorities? That has something to do with boundaries. Identifying priorities is essential to setting boundaries. Notably, it takes energy to start the process of setting healthy boundaries. However, it takes a lot less energy than cleaning up messes caused by poor boundaries. Noteworthily, poor boundaries block growth and authenticity. This limits your freedom and your confidence. So, identify priorities that please God. Value your life like God does— and start to set good boundaries. Identifying priorities helps you set healthy boundaries. They define what pleases God and benefits you. So here are some steps for setting boundaries. The first step in setting boundaries is to pray for wisdom. It's not enough to sit down and list what you want or don't want. Ask God. He knows what is best for you. The second thing is to decide which things are your responsibility and which are not. This includes identifying your priorities. Now, here's an example for that one. Other people's feelings are their responsibility, not yours. You are responsible for your feelings. And then the third step for setting healthy boundaries is to be intentional about setting and keeping good boundaries, to keep the good in and the bad out. The fourth step is establish your life as God's tabernacle. In other words, consider yourself valuable. Subsequently, God values you as His dwelling place. So again, those steps for setting good boundaries is to, number one, pray for wisdom. Next, ask and decide which things are your responsibility and which things are not third, to be intentional, and fourth, to establish your life as God's dwelling place, His tabernacle. So then, I want to throw in a few extra points on how boundaries can help you. Incidentally, recognizing boundaries does not mean becoming calculating and cold in dealing with others. Rather, because everything is in place and you know what is there, you become more gracious and warm because you are more sure of who you are in Christ. Also, God says that your life has great value. So, why not value yourself? Then, if someone crosses your boundaries, you can gently—sometimes you have to do it firmly—reinforce your boundary. Plus, you can be kind and understanding if others retaliate or punish for boundaries that you have prayerfully adopted. Keep your God-led boundary in place, but go back to God for confirmation. Another little extra point is don't let the cycle of hurt take hold of your heart. Focus on that you are hidden with Christ in God, Colossians 3.3. 3. Consequently, it's critical to choose friends carefully, and that's another extra point. Proverbs 12, verse 26a says, The righteous choose their friends carefully. That's a big one, a good starting point. And then another uh, little extra point is that selecting life patterns that protect and honor your time, your relationships, career or ministry, your skill sets, your energy, money, and rest— That's a very important part of setting good boundaries. Alrighty, word pictures on how boundaries help. This one I hope will stick with you and that you can pull it to the front of your mind whenever you think about boundaries. When Jesus refers to himself as a shepherd, he uses an illustration that was common for people in Bible-time culture. The sheepfold is built in a large circle or rectangular with only one opening. The shepherd constantly guards that opening, and at night, he literally lays his body down across the only opening, so nothing can enter and harm the sheep. He also keeps the roamer in. Anything crossing that opening would pass through him first. Indeed, he keeps the good in and the bad out." To be a healthy person, you need to become a gatekeeper to your life. Protect what is entrusted to you. Be who God created. Value your life. Ask Him for wisdom to teach you how to be a gatekeeper of your time, energy, relationships, money, work, and relaxation. So those points again are protect what's entrusted to you, be who God created, value your life, and ask Him for wisdom for everything. Now, some scriptures about how boundaries help. Psalm 34.7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear Him, and He delivers them. So, you can conclude that you're not alone reinforcing boundaries. You have the angel of the Lord encamped around you, to ready to help. Then, Psalm one twenty-five two says, As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds His people from this time forth and forevermore. The good shepherd helps you keep the good in and the bad out. A third one is from Psalm 130, verse 7. With the Lord, there is steadfast love and plentiful redemption. Boundary mistakes can be corrected. And then a fourth scripture I want to share is from Psalm 131, verse 2a. Simply this, I calm and quiet my soul. You might also want to check another episode we recently published, I Have Behaved. It gives excellent ideas. A look at this verse in seven different translations. It's kind of fascinating. Let's move on to the application thoughts and questions for this content. First of all, make a list of your greatest challenges in setting and keeping good boundaries. Then, what specific things will you establish and reinforce for healthy boundaries in your tabernacle life? Third, what poor boundaries are present? Number four, what priorities should you change? Five, have you accepted the Lord as your good shepherd? And then number six, do you respect others' boundaries? Do you know, I just want to leave you with this, Jesus himself lived with boundaries. I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles and episodes. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred app, or you can use the online player on our website at the top of every article. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life.
0: You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more, as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed. Living an alive and active life.